Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We are in season seven and we are carefully addressing some very serious issues. Today, we are going to discuss the racism episode. If you haven't heard the What the Flock episode, please give it a listen. The information in that episode is necessary to fully benefit from this Music of Life Church podcast companion episode. In this episode, we're going to help you understand how to interact with a person who holds a belief differently than the one based in biblical doctrine. We're doing this in order to help you lead with love, both to those who have hurt others and those who have been hurt. I'm Jonathan Fries here with Joel Swakowski. Joel, woo! That's my initial thought. What are yeah. your initial thoughts from the racism episode? Daryl Davis, really. Oh, come on. How good is that story? It's so good. It is so inspirational. It's so brave and courageous of this man to put himself in this situation where it's like, you know, this battle he's stepping into, he sees it as not with flesh and blood. It's a mm. spiritual battle, right? He knows what he's stepping into isn't about the color of the skin. But he also knows everybody on the other side of that line is seeing this as a physical battle and is in a thought process that could very, very easily go to a physical fight, to a physical response. So for him to step into it is very courageous, putting himself in a risky situation, but proven he's got the right mindset, he's got the right approach. And that he just cares about human beings. Mm. It's such a great example. And really, yeah, it's really inspirational. Go Daryl Davis. I'm a fan. Un unbelievable. Yeah. I, I, one of my thoughts is, is that, you know, this natural categorical thinking is just, I mean, it's beyond racism. I mean, it's beyond it's racism. Beyond ra would be, race would be one category. Race right? is a yeah. category that right. tends to be, you know, the most emotionally charged categories. Yeah, yeah. Tall. Yep. They're a tall group of people. Short group of people. Good looking. Well, then ugly, even just you know, go, like I mean, call back to the LGBTQ plus episode. That was five plus categories based yeah. on sexual orientation or how you identify yeah, the, yeah this is not this is not helping people value each other right it what it's causing is it's causing more division it's causing more pain there's just you know and i just this the, the concept of you you can't be categorized if we're yeah. looking at your soul right yeah. And the Bible just hammers this. Like now that we stated out, now that we've stated it out loud and what the flock, the Bible is brutal. Like everyone gets their own stone yeah. with their own name. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone has their own. Like there is no, there's no category. Right. And it even says like the, 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 there will be healing of the nations, you know, every tribe, every people, every tongue, you know, bowing down, giving glory to God. It's just like gender is not going to like all the categories are going to disappear. Right. 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 Yeah. And so, you know, it, it going through this episode, it reminded me of this show. It's one of the longest running shows 
I think of all time. And it's an English show and it's called Midsummer Murder. Midsummer Murder. Okay. Yeah. Midsummer Murders. Murder Murders. But anyway, it's a mystery. It's a murder mystery show. And it's okay. really, it's, it's really sweet. Like it's not like super hardcore or anything like that. It's just a, a murder mystery show. And one of the situations that happens is this old guy gives a speech in one of the, in one of the shows talking about when you're young, you're tall, you're short, you're ugly, you're good looking. You have this job, you do this thing. But when you're old, you only have one category. Old. Old. <laughs> and he goes, I wanted to feel something different, which is why he did what he did. Oh, man. He wanted to be outside of the category that he was in. Yeah. Because he was only seen as old. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in at some level is unconsciously fighting against the categories they've been put in. Oh I don't gosh. want to be seen as this. I want I, to be seen. Yeah. As this. And when we understand the spiritual causes, it makes it so much more effective and, and it brings joy when we're living out this uniqueness and know how to interact with other people. It's incredible how much of this really just comes down to thought process and recognizing, you know, there's, there's the human brain is made to look at things a certain way and sometimes that's really good because it's efficient and and our brains are just trying to find the fastest way to process information yeah but it's not if it's not always effective and that natural way if misapplied can cause a lot of damage but okay. god gives us a better way to think so speaking of can you give us an overview of the damage done with this episode's topic I'd love to, as I stated in the What the Flock episode, it's imperative that we strive to repeat back to the person what they believe to their satisfaction. This is where repair begins. With understanding the other person first, if agreement happens, and that is, a, that is an if, it happens after understanding takes place. We're not in control of agreement, we're in control of understanding, and that understanding is what we're going to focus on here. So here's an overview of this issue. Like in the slavery issue, this comes down to the definition of racism. The definition, 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 definition. Do you know the definition for yourself? Do you know the definition of the person you're having this discussion with? Racism is due to hum humanity's natural way of looking at the world. Humans are categorical thinkers. That's naturally what we do. Tall, short, old, young, black, white. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. When this natural way of thinking results in a person or people group being treated poorly because of a physical or tangible attribute, abuse can happen. Yeah. All right. Let me try to repeat back to you the damage done with this topic of racism to your satisfaction. So. As you stated in the What the Flock episode, and I love this point, this is like the number one tool we'll be using through all of season seven, is understanding the other person. And we measure that by repeating back to the person what they believe to their satisfaction. Yes. Not 
do I feel like I heard you, but do you feel like I heard you? Right. Right. And this is required if we want to have any repair happen with whatever topic we're discussing, Mm -hmm. or if we want to have any benefit come out of the discussion. It starts with understanding the other person first. And then, you know, we do, I want to, I want people to agree with me, but I need to realize everybody else wants me to agree with them too. So a way I can give is to help someone else feel heard, even if I don't feel heard. And then ultimately with the damage done, what we're seeing is the human thought process being treated as if it's the best thought process. It's one of the things we learned when we went through all four thought processes in an earlier season is the deception of the human thought processes because it is logical and it appears right in the short term. It is often lifted up as the ultimate thought process, but because of the deception of the human thought process and how it falls apart long-term, it tends to be or is the most destructive of thought processes long-term because of that deception, because we think it's right, Mm. because we think it's best, it's the worst long-term because it does fall apart and it continues to deceive us into thinking it's the right move. And you can see that in racism as you can see, and maybe clearer than any other topic, how long-term this style of thinking should not be lifted up as the best because categorical thinking long-term leads to racism, sexism, et cetera. And that's when abuse can happen. Is that uh, to your satisfaction, Jonathan? Oh my gosh. Oh, absolutely. Cause I'm sitting here like literally just having this epiphany of like, why am I, why am I, ever trying to be in or get out of any category I'm yeah, li- right. like as you're repeating back that yeah. what i shared with you back to me i'm sitting here going man just be who god made me to be yeah start like why why do not why do i just not start from that place yeah oh that's great <laughs> grace yeah. is the divine influence upon my heart and its reflection through my yeah. life and if I'm trying to be you or trying to be in this category or trying to be out of that category, that's my first issue. I'm blocking God. Yeah, because God's not saying the same thing to you as he's saying to me. He's speaking into who I am Yeah, to me. That's your antenna, different than my antenna. So yes, I feel completely heard. Awesome. Now let's talk about dealing with people, Joel. How would you handle a person who holds a man-made belief about this topic or any belief outside of the truth? Well, Jonathan, let's take a careful look. It depends on what they believe about racism. I'm going to supply some common options and a recommended response based on what we've learned so far in this episode and in the What the Flock episode. But I do want to remind everybody the responses we're supplying are meant to be done in response to a discussion meant to be done in love meant to be done trying to understand the other person so these five options and recommended responses is not meant to be used for you to go and win a racism argument <laughs> right it's meant for you 
to be able to have the tools to discuss this topic with anyone resulting in that discussion being a benefit. So I'm not supposed to any- show up and show up in conversations and just be a sniper and just guess what Joel and Jonathan said about racism. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Like, Decimate um, you. Yeah. You're that's dead. Not the point. If that's what happens, then this information we're supplying with you is being misapplied. Nice. With that said, here's one. No one is naturally racist. Racism is taught. Okay, I've heard that before, right? I have too, yes. Mm -hmm. Here, I would simply say, what is your definition of racism? Love it, classic. And then if they answer that, I could ask, how was racism taught in the first place? It had to have event it, it had to have started somewhere, right? Yeah. If racism is taught, bring me back to the causal chain of the first time it was taught. And what's the thought process behind that? Hmm. But I wouldn't even do that until they defined racism for themselves. Number two. Racism is ignorance. People should just stop. Here, I would ask them, what's your definition of racism? And then if and only if they answered that question, I'd ask them, how? Keeping in mind the Daryl Davis story. Yeah, so good. Because again, this just stopped being being racist. People have tried that already, and there's still racism. Number three. Jonathan, I can't help it. I grew up in a racist family. Mm. I'd ask this person, what is your definition of racism? That makes sense. After they answered that, I'd ask, what's your responsibility? In other words, if someone does something wrong to you, are you okay with them saying it's not their fault? It was from their upbringing? Number four, you know what? Instead of being racist, we should all just embrace the diversity, equity, and inclusion movement. Hey, Jonathan, what do you think my first question would be for this person? It's got to be, what is your definition of racism? Bingo. And if they answered, what we learned in the What the Flock episode is a measure for the DEI movement is really important. So I could ask this person, what's your measure for diversity? And then number five, here's one that I'd say would be a strict side destructive, maybe destructive perspective that people could use even in the church. God's racist. He made the Jewish people his chosen people. Even this, I would ask, what is your definition? You you have to. You'd have to. What's your definition of racism? Oh, yeah. And if they answered that, I could ask them, what's your definition of God? I could ask them, show me the verses in the Bible that prove that. I could ask them, what about the verses that say God is not a respecter of persons? What about the verses that say he loved the whole world? Hmm. But I wouldn't get into the Bible until I started with step one of our five steps 
from season six, what does the Bible say? And I wouldn't even get to that until this person supplied their definition of racism. So that's it again with especially, especially with these very emotional topics like slavery, like racism. We need the definition before we even try to discuss these topics together. If we don't start there, we don't have hope of getting anywhere. What do you mean by this word? What yeah. is your def? What do you mean by racism? What do you mean? What What is your definition of the word racism? Right. Racist. Amazing. Okay, Joel, can you remind us once more what the ultimate answer is? Yes, sir. Ultimately, when interacting with either side, the person ought to lead the other person by taking direction from God via grace in order to love them. Leadership, grace, and love, right? We saw leadership is the proof that we're benefiting the other person. And grace and love help us avoid enabling or judging the other person with the hopes of winning or edifying them. Now, this topic of racism comes down to how we approach this issue. Really, it comes down to how we approach human beings. We know that humans are naturally categorical thinkers, analyzing information, which results in all people naturally being racist because we naturally look to the tangible and physical characteristics of a person or persons. It is an intentional effort to act apart from that natural categorical thinking in order for us to do what God wants us to do. What is it that God wants us to do? He wants us to look at the intangible and spiritual aspects of a person. This means we ought to look to synthesis thinking, resulting in us thinking more like God, approaching every human issue through dissolve. The existence of racism and the approach towards it proves whether a person is pursuing godly thinking or not. We believe every community would be stronger and more profitable if they truly valued people for their uniqueness. And that is the dissolve of racism, looking past or deeper than the physical characteristics of the person and to or into the spiritual uniqueness of the individual. And that spiritual uniqueness of the individual cannot be categorized because <laughs> every person is the only version of themselves. That's so yeah! good. I know. <laughs> every person is the only version of themselves. Yeah. Every That's... person is the only version. Talk about a dissolve. Yeah. Yep. Uniqueness. Uh... That's it. Okay. Well, dear listener, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm going to repeat back the ultimate answer to Joel, but feel free to pause the episode and repeat back Joel's answer, the ultimate answer for yourself before moving on. So feel free to pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it. Okay. Welcome back. Now, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> okay. So I'm just totally jacked up completely by this episode. Um, it is, I have never heard this anywhere else ever. It's just so refreshing and life-giving and just makes so much sense. 
So to start off the ultimate answer, we need to go back to, you know, Joel, you were mentioning love and leadership and grace. These are the things that should guide any conversation that we have in any topic going forward, you know, and I would say, especially, you know, I mean, always, but especially if we're going to dig into sensitive topics, because if we're in sensitive topics, then more abuse is going to occur. Yeah. Now, it really comes down this, this topic of racism comes down to how humans naturally think. So it's a compassionate way of, of approaching this issue to go, we're naturally categorical thinkers as humans. We naturally want to analyze and put things and people into groups. And racism is just one of those groups. Yep. And it, it has caused so much abuse. So it is a real issue. Racism is a real issue. Now, we naturally want to categorize people. So what do we do? Racism is, is, is people are, it sounds like people are naturally racist because we naturally want to categorize people. So it takes an intentional effort for human beings to act in a different fashion than categorical or analytical thinking in order for us to do what God wants us to do. So our, his ways, God's ways are higher than our ways. The way he works is a much higher level. We want to go down into categories. He wants to take a, he wants to help us go bigger, go bigger, take a backward step to what you call, you know, synthesis thinking. Let's look at human beings. What is a human being? And in God's eyes, it's a soul. Yeah. Yeah. It's a unique issue. That's how God dissolves issues as he goes, Look at the heart. He looks at the heart. He looks at the soul. He looks at those intangible qualities of a person. And that's how he approaches us as people. The existence of racism and the approach towards it proves whether a person is pursuing godly thinking or not. Godly thinking is the intangible, is the spiritual. Who is that person? Humans are, again, thinking about it categorically. Now, you you mentioned this great point that every community would be stronger and more profitable if they truly valued people based upon their uniqueness because race or age or uh, intellect, you know, college education, whatever, we wouldn't be putting them into categories. We'd be looking at their uniqueness. And that is what dissolves racism. Looking past looking beyond, looking deeper than physical characteristics to who the person's spiritual uniqueness is, who that person is. And guess what? There's only one version of the spiritual intangible uniqueness of every single individual that has and will ever exist. Another reason why God is so epic. He's so great. He is so great that we can all value every single human being that exists and has existed because they are unique and they cannot fit in any category. Oh, that's good. How does that, is that to your satisfaction? That is to my satisfaction. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So 
much fun. This is one of this will go down in history as one of my favorites for sure. So thank you, Joel. Thank you. Yeah, quite the spectrum. It really is from like this. Oh, I can't believe we're even talking about this, like kind of negative emotional feeling to ending it on this high note of like praising God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's so cool. But that's when we have that godly thinking perspective. That's the result. This is what a conversation about race, racism can look like if it's handled the right way. It can end up becoming something that's encouraging and inspirational and motivating and fosters love instead of division and destruction it's like man yeah god is good so good thank you joel thank you to everyone who's listening this has been the music of life church podcast if you have any questions or comments please let us know we'll see you next time